Heavenly Father, we just ask you to move old John Paul out of the pastor and just let the Holy Spirit just flood this building and let that word that he's got just bring bring life to you and just set you on fire today just looking for the Lord before you leave here today. We just ask you to bless this service and just be with John. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hi, a couple of things. I got a verse that's, that has... Uh, that has really spoke to me this week, and I'm going to share it with y'all. But, uh, and you know, I had told you last week that God had shown me where we were going, and I thought that I was going to cover four steps today, but I'm actually going to cover one and and the other three in time. Um, but here in the last couple of weeks, God showed me what a healthy church looked like, and uh, he spoke to me through a friend that I developed when I was down at the afcc conference deal a couple weeks ago and and uh, um and it just it resonated in my heart and what he showed me was two things was was four things there's four steps to a healthy church and uh, the first one is is that is that we are going from lost to found we're going from what we were we're going from this what we were born to be to being changed in the image into the image of christ we're going from running in our own power to following him um and i brought these two horses with me today one of them is a little baby she was she was she still has the nature she was born with she she pretty much does the things that she was created to do from the from the beginning in her own mind does things her own way this other one that i brought is a little two-year-old and i've got about 25 rides on her or something and she thinks completely different than she did when she was at this other stage but she thinks a lot different than she's going to down the road i'm going to tell you that that she she checks in with me and she's fun and she blesses me and i really enjoy her but she is a long ways from handling a big job yet and it's it's very similar to to our journey in 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 christ so we go from from lost going for what we are born to be doing things in our own way to following him the next the second st- step is that we go from when we show up as this new creation we bring all the stuff that we used to be with us we bring the bad relationship that we were in before or we bring the addiction that we had before, all the scars that we come with, we show up there in this new creation with all those things. The second step is that we find freedom in Christ from those things. That that step can take, depends on how we go at it, can take anywhere from weeks to our entire life. That's the longest step of the whole process. The third step is we discover what we were created to do. We discover our purpose in the kingdom. And the fourth step is as we put feet to it. We put action to those things that we were created to do. Today we're going to cover the first step. We're going to cover from lost to found. But before I get into that, there was a couple of verses. There was a couple of things showed up on my Facebook this morning that I I feel like I want to share with you. And... uh, they came one of them is really relevant to where we're going the other one is from nancy and it cracks me up this one 
<laughs> it says, may those who love us love us, and those who don't love us, may God turn their hearts, and if he doesn't turn their hearts, may he turn their ankles so we'll know them by their limp. <laughs> <laughs> That's preaching right there. <laughs> uh, the other one, the one that's a little more relevant to where we're going, not quite as funny, but a lot more relevant, is a, a friend of mine, he he writes this stuff about every day, but, but this one really spoke to me this this morning. He says, I wrote this on the inside cover of my Bible many years ago. A lack of study and meditation of God's word is an outward and visible expression of our inward reliance upon self rather than a faith in God's ability to lead or direct our lives. Pride is at the root of a lack of knowledge of our need for God's wisdom and simply relying on self instead. Pride was the very reason we have a fallen angel named Satan so humble yourselves, hide God's word in your heart, seek his wisdom daily, that you may not be devoured by the evil one. And that says, have a great day. And I, I think that's really, that's really where we are. We don't, you know, and, and uh, all of us go along. There's this process that takes us from this little, this little filly here to this next filly where we're wanting to be different than we were. And there's a couple of things in that process. The first part of it is, is that we see God do something incredible along the way. We see, we see somebody get delivered from an addiction, or we see somebody get delivered from financial destitution, or we see somebody go through these, those very things, and still God uses them down the road. We see somebody, somebody that's, that's going through an impossible situation, and they're... And they're still have hope we see god do amazing things we wake up and we see the sunrise and the weather is beautiful and we know that we couldn't do any part of it like today is incredible it's impossible to, den to deny the hand of god when you walk outside that door today it is so beautiful it is overpowering so we see that i'm going to tell you right now no matter how many great things this little filly right here sees that other filly do, no matter how powerful that is to her head as she watches that other filly develop, she ain't going to do it on her own. She is never going to step into that without this one, the other part of the deal. And that's pressure. It's crazy. I wish there was some other way, but there isn't. Some way for her to start to become this other filly, and for this other filly to become more, it takes pressure. Somebody's got to love this filly enough to let her get sorted off, and there starts to become pressure, starts to surround her, and she starts to have to look for a way besides what she can do in her own power. And then as she is discovering that way she'll find a purpose along the way she was like man this feels good when i ain't in charge but it starts with pressure this life is really incredible thing you know if we turned her out in the pasture chances are she could live her entire existence 
and stay with the same mindset that she has now and not be changed too much. Pressure wouldn't get too heavy for her. It is completely different for us. In this life, we are not going to get along for very long before there starts to be pressure, before things start to get heavy, before we start to get out, things start to get out of control, before we start to notice that our way is not working. And we want some relief. We want a better way. And that's what I'm here to talk about today. And there's somebody here, I'm sure, that has probably seen that better way over there. But they still haven't stepped to it. And so I want to encourage you as we go forward today that today is your day. Don't leave here without taking that step. You will never regret it. I have never met the first person yet that has regretted taking that step to follow him. You know, when you go through the Bible from front to back, there is the whole theme is about following Jesus. From Genesis to Revelation, the entire theme, if you break it down, is about figuring out how to follow Christ. There's over 60 verses that specifically deal with that point blank. He gave us a holy inspired word that you cannot find fault in. The more you study it, the less fault you find. And at the basis of the whole thing is following him. There's another 30 some verses about seeking him. Um, but today I want to I go through the process with you. So let's turn with me to Proverbs, the third chapter. We're going to spend the verse that really <coughs> that really struck me is the fifth and sixth verse, and and uh, is interesting. I seen it on Chronister's wall just last night. This same set of verses, but um, so if you turn with me to Proverbs three, five, and six, and then we're going back up. We're going to go through the whole chapter real quick. It says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Verse 6. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. NIV says, and he will make your path straight. There's a contrast here. If we don't trust him with all of our heart, our path is not going to be straight. Matter of fact, there's going to be a lot of times when we, we, we don't know what path to take. If we don't seek his will and all we do, our path is not going to be straight. The only way it's going to be straight is if we do the first part. So who here feels like up to this point in time your path has been straight? Nobody. Why is that? It's because we don't do this. We're at this stage where this filly is right now, a lot of us, or we have been, or we fall back into that. We can be real functional, but we trust, she trusts herself and she trusts me both at the same time, and it's confusing, and i got to pull her around, and it's limited what she can do. Her path is not straight. Matter of fact, if I'm riding her out, it looks a lot like that, and then I turn her around, I go, and then I turn her around, and I go. And to get, it takes a long time to get from A to B even at the stage that she's at. 
so it is with us. And our path, so, so you're like, well, what about that? Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take, or he will make your path straight. It's the crookedness of the path that gets us seeking his will. That's where the pressure comes from. Seeing all of that wandering around, and in that comes the heaviness, the pain, the problems that all of us have. And so then we start seeking. It's like, oh, there has got to be a better way. It's also a great, it's also a great barometer in your life, how you're doing. If the pressure is really heavy, it's like, oh, yeah, it's pretty obvious. I've been trusting you and trusting me, and my path is somewhere's wandering around in between the two, and it ain't straight. Right here, right now, today, we are only one step away from our path straightening back out again. Just one step. That step is to him. Back up with me, if you will, and let's just start right in the beginning. Verse 1, 3, 1. My children... Never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. It'll be a straight path. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Isn't this interesting? The very next step first Seek me, second step, how do you treat somebody else? Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. More important than anything else you do. First thing you seek him, the next most important thing in your life is how you treat somebody else. Never let loyalty or kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder Write them deep within your heart. Verse 4. Then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. Verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. He will make your path straight. 7. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Here's the downfall. Back to crooked Instead, fear the Lord and turn from evil. Then you will have healing. This is back to straight path. This is what we all want. Verse 8, then you will have healing in your body and strength for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. It's his anyways. Who don't want that straight path? We store it up thinking, okay, this is what I got. I got to manage it for me so that I will prosper. No. It's his. We'll let him manage it so that we can have that straight path again, so we can have that peace that we're all starving for, so we can get past this stage of wandering around where she is. We're following him, but trying to follow our own way. Verse 10. Let's back up to 9 again. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. 10. Then... 
He will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. Discipline? Who wants that? (laughs) Only the love child. It's like, oh, God, I don't want you to have to whoop on me again, but I know it's coming. (laughs) I mean, really. (laughs) Who doesn't think they got a little of that coming here? Father, thank you. My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline. And don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves. This is a sign that he's that we're his and he's ours. If he don't put up with us wandering around forever, he'll snatch us around a little bit. We don't like it, but we can rejoice in it. It's a fact that he is making us better than we were. For the Lord corrects those he loves. Just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom and the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver. Listen to this. For the wisdom of him is more profitable than silver or anything else that we're collecting up. For wisdom is more profitable than silver and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare to her. She offers you long life in her right hand, riches and honor in her left hand. She will guide you down a delightful path back to the straight path. Wisdom of him. All her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tight. By wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. By understanding, he created the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep fountains of the earth burst forth. And I'm thinking of all of this. All of the times, you know, in Job, he's like, Job is questioning him. He's like, where were you when I put the stars in place? You're questioning me, God. I'm God. You're Job. I'm God. You're John Paul. Where were you? When I spoke the world into existence, when I breathed life into the animals, when I created you out of mud, you're like, okay, I don't have to understand all of it. I just have to know that if I follow you, my path is going to be straight and it's going to make sense to me and I'm going to have peace and I'm going to have purpose. And I don't have to be wandering around and have you snatching me around so much. Because you love me. My child, don't lose sight of common senses as 21 and discernment. Hang on to them. For they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on your necklace. They keep you safe on your way. And your feet will not stumble. I love that. I'm tired of stumbling, aren't you? You can go to bed without fear. Listen to this. You can go to bed without fear and you will lie down and sleep soundly. Doesn't that sound great? It's the middle of the night when we become aware of our path wasn't that straight. I'm going to tell you, if I'm awake in the middle of the night, there was sin involved back in there somewhere. My path was crooked someplace along the way. 
to Leeds, me being awake at 2 o'clock in the morning, pleading with him to bail my butt out again. You can, 24, you can go to bed without fear. You can lie down and sleep soundly. 25, you need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in the trap because you're on the straight path. There ain't even a trap on the path. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. Here again, back to others. We, go, we get it straight again, and what's the next step? How we treat somebody else. If you can help your neighbor now, don't, don't say, come back tomorrow, then I'll help you. Don't plot harm against your neighbor. For those who live nearby, you trust you. Don't pick a fight without reason when no one else has done you harm. Don't envy violent people or copy their ways. Such wicked pay- people are detestable to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. The Lord curses the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the upright. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. <clears throat> we all been the shameful one. We all been wandering around from time to time. Have to get tugged around and tugged around till we get back on the path. Today's your day. Pray with me. Father, we know that the message today was truth. And every one of us found hope in it hope that if we follow you our path will finally be straight and we also find conviction in it we have messed it up time and time again father i pray right now for deliverance i pray that each and every one of us that is with with an earshot of this message would have the courage Just take that one step back to you. And Father, I pray right now, if there's somebody in this room that has never taken the first step to you, that today is the day. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of victory. Today is the day that they come forward, that you come forward. If you're listening to me right now, I pray that you would have the courage to say, okay, I've had enough. I either want my path to be straighter or I want somebody else to be in charge. I want Jesus to be in charge instead of me. Father, I pray for that person right now that they have courage. And Father, I pray if there's somebody in here today that's been wandering around and that needs to belong to a church body, but then they feel called that this is the body. This is, this is the body that they are called to. They just haven't been had the courage to make it official. I pray that they would come forward some way, somehow today, and, or fill out that card and say, yeah, I'm in. Father, I pray that if there's somebody here today that has something that they just, they know that they are called to be more obedient. They're called to be baptized. 
They're called to step into a team. They're called to be a leader some way. But they keep chickening out because the evil one lies to them. Father, I pray that you would give them the courage today to step into that. For it's when we find your courage and we step to you, it finally makes sense. And finally we can see, suddenly we can see down to the end of the tunnel and there is light at the end of the tunnel. And that light is you. We praise you for this. I praise you for this church body. I praise you for this service. And I mostly praise you for your spirit and the truth of your word. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.